Good morning, everyone. Welcome to chapel on this beautiful spring morning. Um, you have before you parables. Um, we're going to be presenting um, part of our program and leading you in worship this morning. And as our opening prayer, we'd like to offer a song called Jerusalem Luminosa, which means Jerusalem City of Light. Um, and this piece was written as an exploration of peace. It begins with one vision of peace, which is quite tranquil and chant-like, and then it moves into another vision of peace, peace, which may seem quite frenzied, but I invite you to listen to how the different voice parts um, borrow and lend musical ideas from one another. I light this lamp as a sign of God's peace among us. Okay, thanks, Henry. Um, thank you for coming this morning. Um, we thought that we'd share a little bit about ourselves and our group um, in a cabin in August 
this past summer, we decided what our theme would be for the year, and that is whole and broken. Um, the thinking behind that is that as individuals, we have problems, we have pasts, and we live in communities that have similar burdens and the complications that come with living in that community. But as individually and communally, we seek to follow the one who is perfect. We hope that we can embody um, more of what Jesus looks like, more of what God looks like. Um, normally with introductions, in terms of us as individuals, we say our majors, where we're from, but many of you know us, and so we thought we would have more fun. Um, this semester, we went to Ohio, and we hung out in Liza's house for a while, um, and decided on our spirit animals. Um, but we didn't decide them for ourselves, we just chose them for one another. Um, so we're just gonna, we're gonna just hope that you get to know us better in that respect. This is Emily Grimes. She is a second year music education major from the area, and we decided that Emily is a penguin. Um, <laughs> this is because penguins are very driven, they're very courageous, they know what they have to get done and they do it. Any of you who know Emily know that she is exactly that way. But also, um, penguins all have their own song. And Emily definitely has, thank you, Martin, the dancing's really helpful. Um, <laughs> she, hey, thank you. Um, so Emily is our group's penguin. This is Eliza Graver, and she's from Plain City, Ohio. She's a junior education major. And we decided that Eliza is Mother Goose because she's always taking care of us and making sure that everything is taken care of and that everyone is comfortable, and she's very hospitable. This is Brooke Hostetter, and she is a junior element uh, music education major from Harrisonburg, Virginia. And her spirit animal is an otter because she is playful and fun to be around, and we all enjoy being near her. So. And this over here is Stephanie, and she is a senior Bible and religion major from Elkhart. And we decided that Stephanie is Rafiki. Not just a monkey, she's Rafiki because, <laughs> because Stephanie is so wise and she kind of leads us on, so. <laughs> and over here we have Lauren Triber who is a second year Peace, Justice, and Conflict Studies major from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Lauren is a fox. She can be cunning, she's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> we, we made some other connections, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. All right, the next part in our program, we normally bring this uh, program to churches, so we have a children's time. And I noticed that some children came in, in the back there. Would you guys like to come forward for children's time? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> this part is just for you. <laughs> Go ahead and have a seat.
All right, while you're settling into your seats there, I'm gonna tell you about this skit. We're gonna put on a little skit for you. And this skit is gonna be about a few people who are with Jesus, a few of his disciples. And, well, do you guys always get along with everyone you're with? Or do you sometimes fight? Sometimes you fight. And sometimes you get mad at people, and because you don't, they're not doing what you want them to do, or who knows, lots of different reasons. Well, in this skit, we have a little bit of fighting going on, and we don't really like each other very much. But what we find out at the end is that Jesus all wants us to be together, and he all wants us to love him. So I hope you like this.
Um, as many of you know, I, well, some of you know, that I worked at camp this past summer. And that was an awesome experience for me. I had a lot of really good um, encounters. And I want to share one particular story with you this morning about a girl that I'm going to call Marla. Um, um, so anyways, this one particular week of camp came along, and I was told as the head counselor that we were going to be getting a difficult camper that week. Um, and apparently this camper, um, whose name was Marla, didn't necessarily have any problems of her own, but her older sister was blind and autistic, and Marla was known to mimic some of the behaviors of her older sister. So anyways, that particular week came along, and I was sitting at my little table doing check-in for all the campers, and I was sitting next to my co-counselor, Mark, and we were sitting there, and all the campers start coming through the line, and I spotted Marla because I saw her with her mom and her older sister, and I was like, okay, here comes Marla. And so sitting there, and here comes Marla, and I said, hi, welcome to camp. Uh, what's your name? You know, just how I usually do. And she said, that's my name right there. And she kind of peered at me with piercing blue eyes, and I was startled because campers are usually really, really shy, and she was not. Um, and so after she left, I, Mark, my co-counselor, kind of turned at me, and he said, I like that girl. I like that girl. And I was like, oh, oh, why do you think that, Mark? <laughs> and he was like, because she has a confidence about her. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see how this week goes. Um, so the week continues, and it was made evident that Marla was indeed, um, she was different from the other 12-year-old campers. Um, she kind of out of character, she uncharacteristically for a 12-year-old, she would kind of run around and like jump on, our, on the counselor's backs and like um, kind of, she was really clingy, and she would say things that really made the other campers feel uncomfortable. Um, so she was just kind of like a, a kid that was kind of annoying to the other campers. Um, and one particular evening, I was getting ready to go to Fireside, which is like a little um, worship service for the campers. It's in the evening. So we're heading to Fireside, and Marla kind of comes and runs up next to me. She said, can I sit with you? And I was like, yeah, sure, you can sit with me. Um, so we came, we were sitting in the front row of the benches, for Fireside, and it was really hot, it was really sticky, there was a fire, and Marla plopped right down on my lap. And it's not like a little child, it's like a 12-year-old girl. And so she was on my lap, and it was really hot, and it was really sticky, and then she started grabbing on to my wrist. And it was, I was like, oh, let go of my wrist, like, <laughs> it's really annoying. And I tried to like kind of subtly like scoot her off of me, you know, but I completely failed. And in that moment, I was like, oh, just get off of me. Like I was so, I just needed her to get off of me. But also in that moment, I had like a light bulb. It, God spoke to me in that moment. And God said, Brooke, what are you doing? This camper loves you so much. She has so much love to give, and you're rejecting her love. And through Marla and through that experience, I was reminded how just there's so many people that we come across with every day that get on our nerves and are annoying, but God made us each 
so individually and so beautiful in our own ways. And so a challenge that I'd like to give you and for myself is to look for those beautiful things that are in every single person and what they have to offer us. Luke 8:40. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. As he passed through, the crowd very nearly crushed him. Excuse Hi. me, Jesus coming through. Give him some space. I'm so sorry, Jesus. Excuse me. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. And though she had spent all she had on physicians, no one could heal her. As she reached out to touch the hem of his garment, the bleeding stopped immediately. Who touched me? Jesus, the crowds are pushing him. We really should continue on our journey. No, no, someone touched me. I felt the power go out of me. Wasn't me. Her. Then the woman, seeing that she could no longer go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. Good morning. 
Um, as many of you know, this past summer I spent 10 weeks volunteering at the Iona community in Scotland, which is an ecumenical spiritual community um, and also the place of, a place of pilgrimage for people from all over the world. And the wee island that it is, it's a mile by three miles wide on the west coast of Scotland, is known to be a thin place where the veil between the divine realm and the human world is so thin that the holy is just palpable. The volunteers that I worked with um, were also from all over the world, and as we worked and lived so closely with one another in that thin space, we became family to one another, and we shared in each other's lives in very vulnerable and unexpected ways. Um, the first night that I walked into the dining hall, the first, my first evening on Iona, um, I saw the other volunteers turn their heads in curiosity, knowing that I was the new volley or volunteer. But I caught the eye of one guy in particular. He had kind of a closed-off posture and just seemed as if he were indifferent to all around him, kind of hard-edged. But his eyes said something different, and I don't know exact, I didn't know at that time what I saw in his eyes, but um, as I was led on through the hall, I was, I was really struck by that encounter. Little did I know that um, my friendship with him would change my entire summer. Um, as I got to know the other volunteers, one evening I found myself sitting with him and another volley um, in the garden, bundled in our jackets against the wind, watching the sunset across the Atlantic. And he shared with us that he had clinical depression. And over the course of the next few weeks, he began to share with me what the world looks like through his eyes as anxious and self-loathing and guilt-laden as it is. And I grew to really care about him, and so it broke my heart each time that I saw him spiral down into the depths of depression. And I, as, as hard as I tried to to hold him up during those times and to help him back on his feet, it took me a good long time to realize that it was beyond my ability and beyond my will to heal his illness. All I could do, all I could ever do was be part of his rock, be a friend who remained with him, beside him, no matter how broken or unstable he was. And so the journaling and the books and the self-reflection that I anticipated would fill my summer, I laid aside and I started spending a lot of time with him. We would listen to music and play music. He was a phenomenal musician and um, laugh a lot and um, sometimes just sit in silence. But oftentimes I would find myself simply listening to him, giving him an opportunity to share honestly and safely. And 
As the summer unfolded, the other volleys and I began to sense a transformation take place in him. And he began to laugh more easily and share more vulnerably. Um, and it was really remarkable to watch um, how this little community provided, gave, this little community was such a gift to him and really to all of us as it offered a healing balm for the brokenness that each of us brought. And um, upon parting at the end of the summer, he said, thank you, because for the first time in my life, I don't hate myself. So these past months, I've been struggling um, how to know to continue to offer him this gift. He lives halfway around the world, so when he's having a bad day or a bad week, I can't just um, phone him up or go sit with him or whatnot. Um, I brought home from Iona two little rings, two silver rings, and I wear them pretty much every day, and they've been a constant reminder of my summer at Iona. And um, last semester, I took ceramics, and I took them off, um, not wanting to muck them up in the ceramics lab, so I laid them aside, but I misplaced them. And I was so worried that I had lost them and I couldn't find them anywhere, and eventually I did. But as I was reflecting on it, something struck me because I realized that last summer, um, I had tried so hard to heal my friend's illness. I didn't want, I wanted to protect him from getting mucked up. I wanted to shield him from his pain. But that's not my job. That's the job, that's the work of the divine. And so, it's, yeah, it's not my job to keep him from pain, but only to keep him and to hold him and walk with him and listen to him. Um, and so, I can only hope that as we continue our email friendship, that our friendship might provide or open a space for the divine to work. Maybe so. Um, we will finish up this chapel with a prayer and a final song, but I just wanted to um, take our take advantage of your undivided attention, basically, and um, wrote, say, first of all, that this is not our full program. Um, there are three other faith stories, several songs, another skit, um, and there is a free um, <laughs> service of that next Tuesday in Humble Center. If you would join us, we'd love to see you. Um, and secondly, we need people to replace us. We need a parables team for the next year. Um, auditions are next week, and though we are available to speak with you and answer your questions after that process, um, we kind of talked and decided to stay after chapel to speak with anyone who has questions. If you sense even the tiniest little flicker that maybe this could fit you or that you could fit it, as it were, um, 
I would encourage you to at least ask about it, at least try. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and speak for the whole group in saying that this is an unmatchable growing experience um, and support group. And um, I would love to see the faces of those of you who are considering um, becoming the group next year. So we are gonna finish off with a prayer and a song and after that you are dismissed. As Jesus called together a radically diverse group of disciples, may we also recognize the richness in meeting one another where we're at. And as Jesus healed uh, the bleeding woman, may we also recognize the potential to become whole from our brokenness. As we leave this place, 